Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and Scott Reacher. We going? All right. Yes, hello everyone. I'm Tyler. I'm Scott. And today, uh, Scott and I are talking about a, a director by the name of Ralph Bakshi. Um, the three movies that we're discussing are Heavy Traffic, Wizards, and American Pop. Um, so, I guess the uh, the first question to answer is, um, have we seen any of these movies, and how familiar are we with Ralph Bakshi? Uh, and who is Ralph Bakshi? Uh, Ralph Bakshi is a creator of things. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, adult animated films, mm-hmm. I suppose, is what he's most known for. Yeah, I think... Um, Very independent. Yeah, I don't think without him we might not have gotten stuff like uh, Adult Swim, maybe. That that's fair to say because I think he was the only one that was doing stuff like this, as far as I know. It's the first. I mean, like, because we're we're not covering Fritz the Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this earlier, uh, Scott and I, but like, um, we decided not to do it just because, like, for one, ev- like this that that's the one that everyone's talked about. Mm. So it feels like there's no real point in even bringing it up. But like, I thought there was going to be stuff that was more interesting anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's the first x-rated cartoon i think it was yeah x yeah okay yeah it was x-rated uh but yeah um for me i had seen uh his lord of the rings movie and i think it was on cartoon network at one point and uh, i had seen cool world (laughs) (laughs) uh and that was a bad start (laughs) um i think the first thing of his i ever saw was probably cool world yeah um and it was around the time i was trying to look for movies that were like roger rabbit where it was like animation and like live action hybridization and this was literally like (laughs) someone told him like you're gonna like i'm sure (laughs) just to specify for Mm -hmm. the audience so basically it has very a very young brad pitt Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he interacts with animated character. He's a, he's a cop, I think. Yeah. And uh, basically, I feel like Ralph Bakshi had like a interesting idea for a movie, and then they were like, "No, you're just gonna make Roger Rabbit." Yeah, because he wanted to do like a horror film, like yeah. a horror slasher film that was like animated and with humans. And I was like, "Hey, this is like pretty neat." Cause... Instead, they just made yeah <laughs> cheap shitty Roger Rabbit. Um, yeah, the storyboards for like the original version look pretty interesting. So it's like, hey. That'll be neat, but it didn't happen. Yep. So now we just we're uh, stuck with that movie. The, the one good thing about it is the soundtrack. It has a really good it has a really good soundtrack. I believe you. I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember it, but uh, I I'm, I'm every so so I'll like put it on when I'm driving or something. Okay. Um. But yeah, had you seen so like any of these movies? Have um. You seen I them? have seen American Pop several times. It's probably one of my favorites of his films. But we'll get we'll get to that one yeah. later. Um. I believe I've seen part of the Lord of the Rings one mm-hmm. and then everything else is just so hard to find. I haven't watched yet. <laughs> ah, yeah. No, he's, he's definitely like, yeah, we had to seek some of this because like uh, for Wizards, you had got the DVD. Yeah, I was just I walked into Best Buy and it was sitting right there and I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I remember like you texted me like because uh, it was a couple months ago mm-hmm. and you're like, we're doing that soon, right? Like I should get this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, probably just in case. Uh, the other ones we had to find elsewhere. Yeah, and uh, there were not many options. I think American Pop's like on iTunes, uh-huh. but that's about it. That's like this is most like popular like mainstream movie. So, so yeah. it's like the only one people really have any interest in uh, keeping on like other like streaming formats. Services, yeah, there yeah. We go. 
Um, but let's just get into heavy traffic, uh, which, um, again, you know, like just talking about starting off and getting off on the wrong fucking foot. (laughs) Uh, first thing I noticed was they wanted to get kids out of the theater as soon as possible with the first scene, Mm -hmm. uh, because there's, uh, as there's as much violence and, uh, boobies and, uh, uh, racist caricatures <laughs> and uh much much more <laughs> um as fast as possible uh it's it it like it was very confusing start- I, I know yeah I'm, I'm so used to kind of his stuff being a little bit more coherent yeah well like i i recognize right off the bat like okay this is supposed to be like experimental mm-hmm. like there's a lot there's you know, I wrote that the mixed media was cool, mm. but like it's very sloppily done, and like I, I wondered if it was just sort of like almost like an art house project, mm. you know, where like he was just trying to, like throw as much as he could at the screen, kind of just see what sticks. Um, but then I realized that he was trying to do things and it wasn't really working. Yeah. Um, but a little ahead of his time, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say yes, based on things we see later. Okay. But, like, I was I watched this movie with Beth, and we oh were just very fucking confused for so long. I was like, this is gonna, like... Like, I understand that it's gonna be, like, crazy at first. I was like, it's gonna, like, come together at some point. And it kind of does. Yeah, towards, like, the middle, maybe, I think. Yeah. And there's actually a point in the middle where I thought it was culminating to something. Uh, spoilers for all these movies, as usual. Uh, I'm just gonna, so we can just jump ahead to it. I thought everything was culminating with the, um, <clears throat> the rape scene. <laughs> where, uh, the, uh, Homer Simpson, his dad, <laughs> Italian Homer Simpson, uh, like, uh, hires, like, a prostitute to sleep, sleep with his son. Um, I thought it was, like, all, like, cause, it, like, he starts, like, like, the, 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 the mom and the dad are like fucking just like at each other's throats, <laughs> beating each other and throwing them through the window. It's like <laughs> it's like slapstick, but like with actual blood and violence. Yeah, like like hard, like hardcore domestic abuse slapstick. It, it, it's like if the Looney Tunes, whenever they hit each other, they bleed every time they like hit yeah. each other. So it's like it. Um, like I thought it was all like okay, this is like the boiling point. Mm-hmm. That's the middle of the movie because I pause and I look and I go. Oh my God! We're only like fifty minutes in at out of this one hour and forty five minute film. So that was a that was a fucking trip. Mm. <laughs> I yeah. One of the first notes I wrote was that there were some uh, <clears throat> interesting uh, character design choices, mm. uh, mainly anyone who's not white. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they uh, they chose some. Uh, they, they made some choices, and I can't say that I stand by them mm. or some of the dialogue. Indeed, <laughs> especially when he's on the roof with that one guy, and, yes. and he's talking about eating crows or something or killing crows. It was uh, it was uh, pigeons. Uh, pig- pigeons. By the pigeons. way, I had to look up what is dialogue because I cannot understand half the audio uh-huh. in this movie. It's recorded so badly. I think what he did was he was like walking around like New York with like a tape recorder, and he just recorded the conversations. Really? Because there's a couple parts where the audio sounds a little iffy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember if it was this one or another one, but he, he would do stuff like that. I believe that because it's like there's there's no way that like they were in a studio recording. And because mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had wondered because like this one's not really rotoscoped. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple shots that are, but like 
I, I was watching, I was like, like, are they performing it like live and the audio is just like the stuff that they use from the recordings. Um, it's like, they didn't record it in a studio or something. It's like, Oh, like, but that, that makes sense. That I understand why it's so bad, but like, yeah, no, someone transcribed it on IMDB and I'm just like, what is this? He's like talking about like, yeah, he wants to kill the pigeon. Uh, and they very casually throw around the N-word. Uh, and listen, I've uh, I've seen a movie or two. I've watched a Tarantino film. I've watched some Spike Lee movies. I, uh, I've made some pretty bad jokes on this podcast, in fact. But <laughs> this made me uncomfortable. I- I've seen, like, worse things. So, so it's like, oh, this isn't as bad. But from, like, an animation's perspective, you never see stuff like this anymore. Yes. So it's a little jarring when uh, you do see it. Yes. Um, there's some, like, there's some interesting scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, the scene with the models, where, like, there's live-action yeah, models. Yeah, it, it took me to figure out what was going on. And I was like, oh, they're actually in the room. And I thought it was a yeah. like, clever little way of, like... It's like black lights are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, that scene's, you know, fairly funny. Um, uh, lots of just very weird sex gags. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's a part... Which is probably one of the greatest moments of the movie. Uh, I I'll have to like kind of I might have to dig through my notes just to con- confirm this for myself. There's like there's this very crazy part. It's like uh, the dad is like you know talking to all these workers who are uh, striking, uh-huh. uh, trying to like form a union, I think, and uh, like it doesn't work out. Uh, his boss like drives away, and like he's like you know. <laughs> Like he's like he's like shaking. He's like uh, putting a cigarette in his mouth. Like he he you know lights it, and then uh, we see like this low shot of him like from behind, like looking through like uh, like between his legs as like I think the boss drives away, and you see a fart ripple down his pants, and like <laughs> like I burst out laughing because it's like that is the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my life. In that porn scene, I like how he's like trying to light the match and it just burns down to his finger. Yeah, yeah. It was like it's a, like it was a cool scene, and then he like like a fart ripples down his pants. <laughs> it's like this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Uh, there's like a there's a scene where he's like pitching a cartoon uh-huh. uh, to like like because uh, uh, what's the what's the girl's name? Is it Carol? I think so yeah carol's like telling i was watching this at like three in the morning and so (laughs) oh man that's the perfect time Um, so when when you're watching a movie like this with this little incoherent it's like hard to keep like invested but i I think it's carol yeah it's carol and then like the main character he's like a cartoonist carol's like telling him hey you need to pitch your cartoons to these uh these uh these animation companies and he's like i don't i don't think they're gonna like it (laughs) 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 and he like it's this uh, it's, it's like a cartoon about, like, there's, like, one woman left on Earth or something, uh-huh. and, like, so everyone's, like, just resorted to fucking trash, and, like, God steals the one woman. <laughs> I can't, um, uh, I think someone, like, says, like, oh, how was she, God? She's like, oh, she wasn't bad. <laughs> something like that. It was, it, like, it made me, like, it made me laugh to the point where, I like, this like this is a good scene in an otherwise very shitty movie. And then pseudo Jesus like kills God with a gun. That's remember? Yes, it does. <laughs> um, and then uh, we trans. He goes from being oh, and then uh, uh, the like the executive who's like on life support yeah, like kills over. He, he like pretty much probably died in the middle of it, and he's still telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> and then like all the 
not, I guess doctors or other people that are in the room are kind of staring at him like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason, like, he goes from trying to pitch cartoons to, like, pimping out Carol. Yeah. And he's, like, wearing this ridiculous zoot suit. Like, his shoulders get all swooped, you know? Yes, they do. It's, it's like his uh, design changes slightly. Um, it's, it's just, it's insane. And then, uh, you know what? I take, uh, like, begrudgingly, I can't say the fart is the best part of the movie. <laughs> because uh, I have to genuinely say, like, the, his death scene is probably the best. Because they hire, uh, yeah. they hire uh, Shorty. Guy with no legs on a skateboard, um, <laughs> to to kill him, and like it turns into like this fucking like acid trip. They have like this pinball thing going on throughout uh-huh. the entire movie, which I was like, I was, like, I I'm I think this is cool, uh-huh. <laughs> and then like it, uh, then he like because you, you cut to it's like live action pinball, and uh, you cut to like after the main character gets shot, it's him in real life, and he like. Flips over the pinball machine. It's like, wow, dude, that's kind of a overreaction. But um, how did you um, interpret like the movie? Like, like you think he was just in his imagination all that before? I th- while he was playing pinball, he's, a, he's it's like a cartoonist. So was this all just like a part of his imagination? It's like because, um, like from what I, because I was trying to like I was trying to read like what other people's interpretations were. Uh-huh. Like I had my thoughts and for the most part, it seems it lines up with everyone else's, um, where, like, it seems everyone kind of interprets, like, the pinball stuff as, like, oh, this is, like, what city life is like, and, um, uh, like, you know, it's all, like, it's all over the place, it's crazy, um, and, like, this was sort of his interpretation of the game, and, like, elements of his life are put into it, but then, like, you know, um, expanded and, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, embellished. There we go. Uh, it's just <laughs> there's there's I there's a note that summarizes exactly uh, how I felt the entire time, which is this starts making sense soon, right? <laughs> mm. And I don't know that it works. It like it's a collection of like. 80% no 85% bad ideas and then like the rest of it's like wow that was kind of a that was a neat thought mm-hmm. you know um i don't know what like what do you think overall um, like my interpretation or just my thoughts on the movie just uh, both overall um it's very experimental yes. so if you're like thinking this is going to be like uh, uh I guess if you've seen Fritz the Cat and whatnot, I don't think it's anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, it's very bonkers and really chaotic. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, but I, I did enjoy it. it it's something that okay. I'm like. Um, would you rec- recommend this to somebody? I don't know if I would. Because I definitely, I definitely would not. probably would not, just because of like the subject matter and just everything that happens in the movie. It's like, like, hey, if you're an animation aficionado and want to see yeah. how far animation has come, like, hey, well, watch this. But honestly, I probably wouldn't recommend it because I would hate to think what someone would think of me <laughs> <Yeah>. recommending it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that pretty much summarizes. Um, well, and like the crazy thing is, I, so I was like, again, I was reading like Wikipedia, IMDb, like mm-hmm. trying to figure out as much as I could about like. Also, just, like, kind of what he thinks of this movie. Yeah. And, like, this is his favorite one he's made. This is, like, apparently his most well-received critically. And it's, like, I'm wondering if it's just, like, 
because it was if that was just the reaction of the time right because no one had seen anything like this before honestly you're right because i think the only animation stuff that was going on at the 70 how long ago was this uh this was 71 i think okay, 71 like so disney's probably like the leading force yeah. along with television or was TV around yet? Well, yeah, because you had like you had like the Flintstones. On. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, those are like the only two. So seeing something like this is probably like, oh my god, yeah, this is mind blowing, or you know whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wrote was fascinating but incomprehensible. There we go. <laughs> uh, makes more sense near the end. Supposed to evoke broad stroke feelings rather than give real entertainment, which is also its downfall. Terrible characters just here for shock. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how I'd summarize it. I definitely, I definitely couldn't tell anybody to watch this. Um, it's like it, it is like if you're interested in this guy, or like just kind of learning, you know, about like if yeah, if you're into animation history, then I guess maybe it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. But that's literally the only thing I could recommend it for. Um, there's one scene in the movie I do like. It's the part where the mom's. I don't know if she's just like looking. Supposed to be looking through, looking through like a family album. Yes. Yeah, but she's like walking down the street, and all of a sudden these like Polaroids of like family pictures show up and she's talking about each of the family members like yeah. oh there's uncle Vinny. he was a nice guy or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know it was, it was a, it like that was one of those things like it was like a shred of a good idea but then uh-huh. it doesn't really go anywhere yeah i was like oh like, <gasps> like this is like a this is like a character moment because like she's like sees an old picture of herself and like these are like live action photos too mm-hmm. um she's like she's an old picture of herself and she's like oh that's me and like oh, oh. And like and then it's like it's like, oh, that's a cool moment. And then, like, it cuts to, like, you know, a guy, like, hitting someone in the face with his balls or whatever. <laughs> you know? Like, it's... Um, oh, do you remember the scene with the um, trans person that gets... <laughs> yeah, beating the shit out of? No, it's the second I saw that, I was like, this isn't going to be a positive portrayal. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. It's like, it's come, stuff like this has come along a way, way, yes. a, lot, a long way. So it, it was like... When you see stuff like this in older movies, it's kind of like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> we're we're still making progress, yeah, folks. Still making progress, but yeah. Uh, what would you, how many Jamies would you give this? Uh, I don't honestly. Let's see. Do you want to hear mine? I, uh, I'll hear yours first. I'm gonna give a three point five. That sounds fair. Like, I wouldn't necessarily call it horrible, right? Just just because of the experimental aspect. So there's value. Yeah, but. There's not a lot of it. It's not like it's not worth watching like ever again. I'll give it like a three. A three? Yeah. If you're like interested in like learning like animation history and see how everything's come along, it's I see that, but about that, I I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's it's def it's a deep cut for Here sure. We go. You know. But uh, let's let's jump over to wizards. Ooh. Or war wizards, as it was originally supposed to be called. War wizards. But uh, Star Wars was coming out, so they were like, "Oh, you can't call it that." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm Ralph Bakshi. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> um. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> I walked Bob Dylan on stage. <laughs> I earned the right to say it. <laughs> I earned the right to say it. I earned the right to make wizards. <laughs> so uh, this movie starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting introduced to fairies and uh, and elves. Mm-hmm. And I said, get ready for some nonsense. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, listen, I this gave me the same feelings that I had while watching uh, The Dark Crystal. Okay. Um, 
and I could not finish that movie. You, you, have, you haven't finished watching that? I oh. I hated it. Oh, because that's unfortunate. Uh, it is because I love Labyrinth, and uh, someone was like, "Dude, it's like it's like a dark version of Labyrinth." Um, that's like you know like all oh, like because and they're like, listen, I saw some of the effects in there. Like this is really cool. I cannot sit through this movie to see them though, because like it's both of these both these movies suffer from the problem of like the exposition story dump yeah exposition <laughs> dump and the story is just like the most like basic degrade like made for small children like adventures stories ah. like there's there's really nothing to like i mean and this is this is getting into like the bigger problems of the movie like right off the uh-huh. bat like which this isn't a bad movie I'm saying it early. I don't know if I can recommend it to anybody. Like, I don't know if anyone would enjoy it, but like, I mean, it's not as like, um, it's not like heavy traffic. Yeah, yeah, at all. Um, but it's not as foul mouthed as uh, heavy yeah. traffic. Uh, there's some there's some moments in here, that, <laughs> uh, but like I wrote down like it's a story for small children with themes for adults, um, and it never meets those two things halfway. So, like, it's a movie for nobody. Like, I can't think of a demographic that would enjoy this. It's like, kids would be bored by it. Mm-hmm. And adults are just like, like, what is all this fucking baby nonsense with fairies and <gasps> elves? I'm also not much of a fantasy guy. Okay. Uh, so there's that. But, like, yeah, no, th- like, this shit <laughs> throws me off. However, uh, there are Nazis in this movie. Lots of them. Uh, which we slowly get weaned into because uh-huh. uh, it's like what maybe like 10 20 minutes in and all of a sudden you just see this like because you were like you were in the kitchen uh-huh. and i was like hold on i have to pause the movie because there's just a big swastika on the ground and i was like what <laughs> and the guy's thrones like in the middle of it yes i was like this is mm. this is insane and then like that's just where the nazi imagery begins my friends because you literally see hitler like stock footage of hitler in this movie uh there's like a war scene uh in the third act and uh it just like you know like you've got like nazi tanks rolling in the background and everything and then it just cuts to stock footage like hitler smiling (laughs) he's just standing there shaking hands yeah and then all the characters looking terrified (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 kind of amazing Mm. (laughs) like i really like it's I had a hard time trying to, like, rate this movie. Um, but let's back up just a little bit here because uh, we got the intro sequence. And, uh, like, it it looks cool. Yeah. But, like, I can't say it looks good. Right. You know? Like, because it's obviously very cheaply done. Like, we were wondering, like, if they had just used, like, like concept art. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what was supposed to sell the movie. It's like, hey, like, uh, it's like they had an idea for, like, a budget. Like, hey, if we, if we sell this, we'll, we'll get a bigger budget. So yeah. they had all these scenes, and then they didn't get the budget they needed. So they're like, well. I guess we'll just use yeah, this. Yeah, we'll just use these in place of the animation. Because, like, yeah, they like they have, like, concept sketches is what they look like. And then, like, they'll put, like, you know, like, fog tanks in the background. Mm-hmm. And it looks cool, but, again, it doesn't look good. Right. It's like, it's like this weird... And it goes on for too long because like it's it's yeah. this like over uh, uh, narration, and it's like 
like again, like yeah, like you said, exposition dumps. <laughs> um, if they condensed it, it, might have not been so. Mon- mon- what's the word? Mon- not monumental, if but uh, uh, like overwhelming. I. I guess. I guess, well, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll just say overwhelming. Yeah. Exposition because it goes on for like how long? Five minutes at least. Yeah. Uh, and then then it happens again in the middle of the movie. Yeah, it just it just happens again. But like it's it's weird because so like then you go from that to like just kind of scenes where people are sitting around like mm. talking or whatever, and those are pretty badly animated. Um, there's like a part where um, uh, he as he's later called Peace. Uh, he's, uh, he's walking, like, or he's, like, riding this, uh, animal across this landscape, and, like, he crosses a dinosaur, and, like, he looks like he's animated, like, on twos or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, that means they repeat the same frame twice, uh, <laughs> um, for, for those who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, because I'm using <laughs> animation lingo, but, and then, uh, the, like, the dinosaur looks like he's moving on, like, sixes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you can see through it, too. I don't yeah, know if yeah, that's intentional. There's yeah. a couple parts in the movie where some of the characters are, like, in the foreground or something, they'll be transparent for a couple frames. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't notice it too much in the first few minutes of the movie that happened. Yeah. Not, not in the minutes, but whenever the actual animation kicks in. Yeah. Well, because, like, yeah, you can tell where the tell where the money went. Mm-hmm. Because, like, as, as soon as, like, things start happening, like, it looks fine. Uh, some of the, like, the backgrounds look really good. Mm-hmm. But some of them are like, is this a sketch? <laughs> like, did they, did they sketch? Because, like, then other backgrounds will look completely different. And, um, it's like the style changes between shots. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no. like they'll be like in one place, and then they'll cut to like a different like. Like one will be painted, one will be like mm-hmm. you know like ink pen or whatever. It's like you, when you're watching, it, you're like, this is definitely a Ralph Bakshi movie. Yes. Like, like whenever you watch any of his movies, you're watching. It's like this seems. It's this like, is him. It's like I don't know if it's like, you know, if this is like an auteur thing, mm-hmm. or if it's just like this man never had money. <laughs> Because, like, we, we we were talking, like, there's, like, a lull in the movie at one point, and you and I were talking, like, if he had, like, today's technology, would he be able to do a better, like, version? Like, would he be able to, like, kind of see out his vision, or is this what he wanted, you know? Like, is is it unfinished, or is it just, like, did he want it to be sloppy like this? I yeah. follow, I think I follow him on Instagram and he like posts like fan art and stuff like that. Oh really? Um, so mostly like posts like little scenes from his movies and stuff like that. Huh. Um, mostly concept art and stuff, but it's pretty neat. I That's... thought he was against technology. Oh. <laughs> wow, what a hypocrite! The, the, the hypocrite, the hypocrisy of Bakshi. <laughs> we just found a new title for this. There episode. we go. Um, uh, one little thing to notice about the budget is uh, apparently so the so the animal the horse animals they ride in the movie. The reason they only have two legs is because it would have been cheaper to do that instead of just uh, four legs. Four legs is more expensive and harder to draw. Can I just say, like, how spoiled I am right now? Because the first thing I thought was, like, why didn't you just copy and paste them over? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, also, the uh, two-legged creatures in this movie inspire the Tauntauns that are in Star Wars. There, Yeah, there are so many things uh, that, like, we thought, like, oh, wow, this is, like, some Star Wars imagery. It came out before Star Wars. Yeah. So George Lucas... I think you owe Ralph Bakshi some money. Maybe you can make a movie. <laughs> Speaking of inspiration, uh, there's some people that call this movie as their um, inspiration. Like, uh, well, like uh, Adventure Time. The people that worked on Adventure Time. I that, could definitely they, they, see that. Because yeah, Adventure Time's set in like a post-apocalyptic like world as well. Is it, yeah, same so type as this one. So it's uh, a lot more child-friendly, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
our favorite scene. I think we can agree. Yeah, our yeah, favorite scene of the film. Uh, this uh, stormtrooper is. Um, <laughs> he's like he's like you know talking. He's like talking to his friend, uh, who he thinks is dead, and he's like, oh, oh, they killed Fritz. The bastards! They killed Fritz. Uh, he's like shoot, he's like shooting around. He's like, no, no, I'm fine, man. And then he accidentally shoots them. He's like. <laughs> Oh, they killed Fritz! <laughs> Which, by the way, this is the piece of trivia that I, I was oh, hoping you oh, wouldn't read. Uh, that's Ralph Bakshi doing the voice there. Oh, my God. And uh, it's in reference to the fact that uh, the creator, Fritz the Cat, killed off Fritz the Cat. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so it's good. It's it's fantastic on two levels. Uh, speaking of voice actors, Mark Hamill's in this movie. What? He, he plays Sean. I, I don't know which character Sean is. But yeah, he's in this movie. Oh my god! The uh, Star Wars parallels uh, continue. George Lucas like recommended him to be in the movie or something. That's insane. So, <laughs> I, I don't. So I don't remember which character he voices, I and I couldn't tell either. The yeah, because he has like a drastically different voice when he's younger. Yeah, compared to his voice work when he's older. So, mm-hmm. um, well, it's like yeah, like the voice acting isn't necessarily bad. It's 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 subpar. Mm-hmm. Um. Because there just wasn't really much of an industry for it at the yeah. time, but um, it's probably eh. No, the the voice acting in American pops better. It's this 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 is definitely the middle movie out of the three that we watched. I I mean spoilers for later, but <laughs> um, but we have yet to bring up the fact uh our favorite character of the movie uh, uh princess bastilda <laughs> oh <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> evelyn or whatever her name is uh we got this uh this big booby girl uh sitting in the background for a majority of the <laughs> film and uh it made me question the rating of the movie yeah and it's like pg it is it is pg but today's standard, this would be like a hard PG thirteen, at least, yeah. But because uh, her nipples are poking out of her, yeah, like, it's like very constantly there, and it's like okay. There doesn't really feel like there's a main character to this movie. Yeah, it's like the four of them are supposed to be kind of like a group or something, and like, that. like none of them stand out mm-hmm. in any way. Like uh, we've we just again another thing to nod to Star Wars <laughs> is that uh, Peace is like basically the Boba Fett of the movie, and we called it from the beginning. Yeah. We were like, he's not gonna do anything. <laughs> Yeah, like he looks cool. He's probably my favorite looking character in the movie. He looks like to Red Bender. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and then he just gets off in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, because uh, um, Princess Booby Girl is possessed. Or she, yeah, she gets possessed for like five seconds, kills him, and then like that's it. And it's never brought up again either. It's, it's like they don't draw a lot of it. I feel like he should have had like at least like one tiny little scene where they show her getting possessed or something or yeah. give a little bit because it just comes out of nowhere like there's oh, so yo. many things that are like like they introduce a wild concept never bring it up again mm-hmm. and like it's just like what so wait what happened there um it's like it like this this could have used some hand holding mm-hmm. you know um hey uh, george lucas can i all come over here and help me with this movie yeah <laughs> I got some great ideas. I just don't know how to do it. I just yeah, I have no idea how to execute them. Um, there's a part where like she's like captured by some fairies, and uh, like I, I suppose she's like part fairy or something. They don't really. She yeah, has like I wings. Was confused by that, but, but they never like... say anything about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she like shoots lightning out of her crotch. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> and um, like like kills a bunch of them or whatever. And she's like, oh yes, fear my power. <laughs> Um, brings a gargoyle to life that then, like, tries to assault her. 
It has like really big lips. Yeah. And I thought it was trying to kiss her and then it tries to eat her. I'm like, wait, what are you trying to like, do? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> what is any of this? And then a little lawn gnome comes in and diffuses the situation. Like, there are so many parts here where like, um, at least I was thinking, uh, like they're like war scenes. And uh, I was like, this movie could just be greatly improved if like like you know, you're geared up for battle, all of a sudden Sammy Hagar kicks in and all of a sudden the movie's like heavy metal. <laughs> heavy metal. Right, wait, oh yeah, you said you sang that earlier. Yeah. Okay, that's why it was in my head. Okay. Yeah. Um like it just like it would have been it would have been like ten times crazier, but then again we're asking this man for too much. He uh-huh. couldn't afford to put also, the that song didn't exist yet. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where um, they like they they break into this. I guess I guess it's an important place, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like trying to distract them by like uh, initiating their prayer. And oh, apparently, oh, oh, apparently right. it lasts five hours. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like they they, they uh, it's like this church and it has a giant Coca Cola bottle in it and a that's, bunch of church. Oh yeah, it's like stuff. there's like religious artifacts uh-huh. and like stuff that's left over from like our time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and there's these two gnome looking fellas that yeah. are just sitting there. They look like they're dead. There's like flies around them. Yeah, and then the two guys walk in. It's like. Oh. I don't, you know, uh, well, if you listen to this podcast, you might have seen it already, or maybe not. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, maybe. they have like cartoony voices, uh-huh. and uh, they're they're just like, oh yeah, we gotta like, uh, we gotta pray first or whatever, <laughs> and uh, they're like, you know, they're like they're chanting, uh, and they start spanking each other, <laughs> and then uh, they're like, like there's they like they'll run like to each side of the screen. One time they like run out, and like one of them's like nailed to a cross. <laughs> Um, and it's like, and because like, again, like there's so much Nazi imagery in here. Uh, there's a part earlier on where like, uh, like this dragon or something's like eating this like animal and it has like a star of David on it. And like, like yeah, they run, around, they run by with a crucifix. I'm like, are they Jews or not? <laughs> Cause I think one of them's like praying like a, like a regular Christian prayer and the other one's like doing some Jewish thing. Okay. Uh, I couldn't really tell cause they're like screaming over each other while they're doing it. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. Well, Ralph Bakshi's definitely yeah, Jewish. Definitely. Like <laughs> there's only uh, references to, uh, uh, to, to Jews in, in all three of these films. He was born in uh, the mandate of Palestine. Really? Oh, wow. The the mandate of Palestine? Yeah, which Israel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, like, I and also I assume that he was like, I assume that he was like an Eastern European like uh, uh, immigrant, but uh, just based on like how many of these stories have that element, but um, yeah, no. Um. So uh, Chris theorized because he was he was like walking upstairs every now and again. Uh, I think the first time he walked up was because he heard the Nazi anthem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this fella is a history aficionado. <laughs> He's a because I was like it started playing and I wonder I wonder if Chris is going to hear this and come up here. And then it literally I, happened. Yeah, yeah. Like and then he was like, later. "Oh, there he is." And uh, his his uh, thought was, "I woke up." Uh, that Ralph actually said. I woke up next to a copy of Lord of the Rings and Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> we so we have all these like battle scenes and like there's there's cool ideas here because mm-hmm. they use like they use like stock footage of World War Two and then like just like random like like 
fucking knights on horses yeah. and stuff. It's very inconsistent. Some of those knights, I feel like I've seen them in maybe Fire and Ice, because I've seen some of Fire and Ice. I think that's uh-huh. a Ralph Bakshi movie. And I, I think I've seen some of those in the, in that movie. I'm not entirely sure. Uh-huh. It's hard to tell because there's so many of them and they all look the same. And they repeat so much. Of yeah, that and they repeat so much of it. It's hard to tell. Uh, it's very, it's very crazy. Like the, the stock footage would be very cool if it were in a different context. Like if yeah. it for, if it were like a World War II movie. It just everything is so cartoony and like then juxtaposed with that stuff com- compared to just the realistic like, like the rotoscope, yeah, fire and ice look that it has when it cuts that stuff. It's just so bizarre. It's like it doesn't really work. Um, then so like in the third act, um, <laughs> speaking of just like uh, having uh, vulgar language uh, out of nowhere, by the way, there wasn't very much of it throughout m- much of the movie. Uh, after. Uh, 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 princess nips gets captured um uh this guy who's just been with them the entire movie who's, legolas essentially yeah he's basically <laughs> legolas uh who like is completely useless until like like one part uh-huh. uh like uh there's just a random part where like he sees her and he, like just he jumps down at her and just screams slut <laughs> <laughs> Chris over here is looking at us like, what the hell are you guys watching? Um, but the only thing better than that was... <laughs> so you've got the big confrontation. Yeah. The uh, the villain is like the brother of the our, our, mm-hmm. wizard, our lead wizard character. Yeah, you have this big showdown like Saruman versus like, Gandalf. Like, here it fucking yeah, comes. Yeah, it's like, here it is. And then he whips out a gun. He says, take this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and he shoots him dead. He just shoots him. He just fucking he just shoots him. <laughs> it'd be like that scene in like I think it's two towers where like Gandalf and Saruman fight or whatever yeah. and Gandalf just pulls out a gun he and just, shoots he pulls out a Glock <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh. like it was so fucking hilarious and then quickly followed because like basically all the evil disappears like all the evil mm-hmm. gets phantom menaced out of uh, out of existence uh, like the like the droids mm-hmm. um <laughs> there's another star wars for you guys but uh then you get the the narrator comes in and uh she's like like uh, the land was at peace and hitler was dead again it's like <laughs> hitler was never actually back i don't think well the, the, all the all the baddie characters constantly call him the fuhrer the that, lizard yeah they do call him the fuhrer i he's like what's his name like bad wolf black wolf i think so. like his 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 mother named him that like I mean, did you see how he was when he was born? He was. He did have a scowl on his face. <laughs> this is like, um, what's his name? Andy Serkis is a... Gollum! Gollum! Gollum, yeah. yeah this Gollum he does look like thing, Gollum. Just being cradled by the mother and it has this evil look on its face. And it's like, oh, I yeah. have to assume Peter Jackson, like, not only watched his Lord of the Rings, but probably watched this, too. Mm. Yeah, no, this is a very crazy movie. Um, you know, I, like, again, I don't know that I can really recommend it, but, like, I feel like... I feel like people like us will enjoy it like yeah. one time, you know. I definitely won't watch it again. Um, I might watch it like once or twice more, but um, I am curious about the audio commentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I might show it to a friend that might appreciate it just for the shock value. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the, more than anything, like scenes from this movie would yeah. be like the thing to show. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give it five Jamies. I feel like, like right down the middle. That's that's a nice place to put it. This is definitely a lot more coherent. Yes. Than heavy traffic, so I'd probably give it um, five and a half. I want to sure. give it a six, 
but it just has so much of that like rotoscope to like it's, out of place animation yeah. in the battle sequence. It doesn't hold up very well. Yeah. But I did have fun with it. So yes. that's what matters to me. So I'm this is this it. is one to watch with your friends who are Yeah, also yeah. If you watch it by yourself, you might get bored. But if yeah, you watch no, it I would turn friends, this off yeah, if yeah. I was watching this by myself. If you watch this with friends, it's a lot of fun. Pro- probably if you're like drunk or doing some other means. This is of... this is for like see, um I think it was uh there's like an episode of South Park where like um, they like have references to heavy metal in there. Like mm-hmm. there's like a character that looks like straight out of it, um, and like they're they revisited the movie to kind of like get the style down. I was like it was like it was like on the commentary for the episode, and they're like like yeah we thought heavy metal was awesome. Then we uh, uh, we realized that it's not the '80s anymore. And we're not on <laughs> LSD. <laughs> I will say, I think movies like Heavy Metal and other things were inspired by this because they take the techniques that he uses in those movies oh, yeah. and, and put them into theirs. And, it and does they, a much better job. Yeah, yeah and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's jump to American Pop. Last film of the night, ladies and gents, ladies and germs. Um, I did not write a note for a while uh-huh. in this movie just because like, I was eating, for one. And uh, for two, I was just kind of like, it has a bit of a slow start. Yeah. Uh, but once it gets going, this is a great A movie. Nice. Okay. Um, Good to hear. <laughs> so, yeah, you've seen this before. Yeah, several times. Yeah, several times. So, like, uh, I know, like, you had talked about it. I chose these movies for, for this list based on, like, what was the most popular, like, on IMDb mm-hmm. and whatnot, like, based on other people's lists. So, like, I'm – this is the second movie I watched out of these three and I was very happy that I liked it. Nice. Because I was like, oh man, if they're all like heavy traffic, I'm <laughs> I'm out. I don't know that I can finish this. The creative mind of uh, uh, heavy traffic and cool world is uh, comes <laughs> American pop. <laughs> so there's like like it takes me a, it takes you a second to kind of realize like oh like we're moving through generations here yeah. mainly because like the first couple are so fast I'm like yeah. oh it's gonna be about the the son of this guy. It's kind of like a place beyond the pines to a certain extent. Yeah, the um the first generation, he's sort of like the um, vaudeville well, he, uh, performer. Yeah, he's like he's like a vaudeville performer, but like it's also kind of like like the Godfather era. Mm-hmm. Like there, like there's a scene where uh, like like he, so he loses his ability to perform and sing. He, uh, he tries to like do comedy, but he like mm-hmm. can't really do it. Um, and so he. Uh, he gets married to this girl who can sing, uh, basically like has her go ar- going around performing. And then there's a scene where uh, the uh, the event gets like all shot up by mobsters. And that's like that's like the first scene where it's like, oh my god, this is so great <laughs> because it's like it's cutting between um, like people dancing. Uh, and then like just them like just yeah, it's like blowing a, it's people the down. Montage from Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> They probably took it from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than likely, <laughs> it's yeah. No, that's such a good scene. That that was like pretty much because I was like it was slowly winning me over. Uh-huh. By that point, I was like, oh my god, no, this is great. Um, um it's definitely you get a lot more enjoyed because the first time you watch this movie, you're you're kind of like, what, what is this? Where yeah, is what's going? happening? Yeah. But the second time you watch it, you get way more enjoyment out of it. Oh yeah, no, I can so, imagine yeah. that being the case. Um, I will say, like coming off of heavy traffic. Um, and even like, because wizards also use a little bit of 
obviously use mm-hmm. some mixed media. Uh, this is the best use of it so far. Yeah, most definitely. There's not a whole lot. It'll sometimes just you know cut to live action footage, uh, or it will have like um, live action backgrounds in some parts. But like it's it's definitely the best version of it, and I think he kind of refined it by this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the so this whole movie's rotoscoped, um, and boy, it it really does like it works really uh-huh. well. It. Uh, um, it's kind of like a mix between just kind of like a more like literal approach to like drawing these characters and like it reminds me of like the art like on the like the murals at like Spangles. Yeah, there we go. Um, there we go. Or like because uh, I mean, there's literally a scene where um, or no, no, I'm thinking of Heavy Traffic. There's a, I was gonna say there's a scene where like, there, like there's the the diner painting that happens oh, in Heavy yeah, Traffic. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Heavy Traffic. <laughs> Um, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I also forgot to mention something else in heavy traffic, but I don't remember what oh, for, it was. For, for a little thing for people that aren't from Kansas, uh, Spangles is kind of like this 50s dining restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I, should, so, so. I should say that. <laughs> you guys know Spangles, right? Old Spanglies? With the uh, with the exploding pretzel box scene, uh, there's a great transition. Because uh, basically, like, the first real, like, generation changes with Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, you go from, like... Because the scene like is like he's like playing piano like as a as a kid. The dad's like he's gonna be a performer. The mom's like no, he's gonna be a doctor. doctor. She goes off. She blows up. It's like welp, he's gonna be a piano player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and then you transition to him as an adult. Um, and something that, like, I really appreciate about this movie is the fact that it allows you to infer what happened between the skips mm-hmm. rather than just like holding your hand through it, which the other two movies try to do, but not yeah. as well. Most definitely. Cause I feel this is like a way more simpler, coherent story yes. instead of like fantasy and like, right. There's, like there's, there's not like anything that you have, like there's no surrealism. Mm-hmm. You like, you are able to sort, well, there's a little bit, but like, um, it's very grounded. Um, but like it's, a lot that the concepts are easier to grasp mm-hmm. um so benny's not around for very long because uh he goes to war and i'm thinking like oh okay so it's it's similar to like it's it's mirroring his father like being somewhat involved in world war one yeah. this is world war two his, uh, his dad was just like a stage performer for like the yeah, soldiers U- or whatever USO show yeah. yeah and uh he's actually fighting and that the scene where like it shows off world war two is phenomenal mm-hmm. uh then he just stops. There's a piano there because, like, uh, during the scene early in the scene, he's trying to play like a harmonica, yeah. And all the soldiers are like, "Who t- told you you'd learn or you could play that?" And it's like, "Well, kind of hard to have fix fit a piano in a foxhole." Yeah, because he's so because the character this this uh, generation or character yeah. is so used to playing piano. It's kind of like his like thing. He, he's yeah. always doing it. So he's like, because his middle, father made him do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like in the middle of nowhere, and he his one thing that he's good at. He he's not able to do it. And so he finds a piano, and uh, we see this. Uh, we see a, a German uh, sneak up behind him. He uh, he stops, turns around, sees him, continues playing, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he says like he says "Danke" and shoots him. <laughs> it's like oh, like, I just wrote "Oh my God!" So good. <laughs> what does that mean, "Danke"? Thank you. Oh, okay, okay. Like thanks for playing the music. Now <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Um, It'd be the same. <laughs> um, so then we skip to Tony. Uh, 
who takes up a majority of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is good because I like Tony's story a lot. He probably oh, has the, the strongest story out yeah. of everyone. I really enjoy Benny. I, sh- I should say that. But uh, Tony, that he's something else. Uh, so we we get to know him. Uh, he's like out at this uh, out at this club with his friend. He's like, I happen to know some <laughs> of these people are on are smoking drugs. <laughs> <laughs> And when that scene came up, I was thinking, it's like, oh, Tyler's going to like this scene. (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, God, yeah, no, that, like, the introduction to him is great. Um, If you you want to leave, then leave. He takes the the harmonica, he gets out of there, and uh, um, it's about this, like, so I realized that it was going to be, like, over a course of generations, and I was like, oh, so American pop has two meanings. Because you've got, you know, pop is in music, and mm-hmm. then pop as in fathers. Right. Like, oh, good one, Ralphie boy. Tony's going around. He goes to, he comes to Kansas. He stops at Spangles. We're in Kansas. <laughs> I like that. I like that scene. He just, like, just... he drives and picks up. He, he steals. I think his like. I think uh, he steals his parents' car. car. Yeah. And then just uh, abandons it. <laughs> uh, gets all these hitchhikers and different people. Uh-huh. And they're like, wait, where are we? We're supposed to be in like Chicago or something. <laughs> We're in Kansas. <laughs> A moment of silence for being in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it's like, hey, where, where are you going? He starts walking away. And it's like, take the car. And they all start piling in the car. And he's like, it's stolen. And they all just <laughs> um, get jump out of the car and run away. And the one girl climbs up. And he's like, oh, I'm going to sell this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so then I was like, this is like, this is definitely coming back at some point, mm-hmm. obviously. And then he's he's out writing because like he can't he can't play any music. Yeah, he he seems it's like every other person in his family so far has like been like really enriched in music or performing in something, mm-hmm. and he seems to be like the only one he's until incl- a certain extent. He's inclined to it, and like you know he can kind of play the harmonica yeah. a little bit. You can only but, play one song that the yeah. hobo showed him. Yeah, which um, that's a that's a great scene. It's not until later he figures out what his thing is, which is writing and. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he forms Jefferson Airplane for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, like that, like, you know, I was on like again, I was on board with the movie, like you know, once the mobster scene happens, I loved the, you know, Nazi piano scene. As soon as they have like uh, the somebody to love segment, I was like, mm-hmm. dude, I I love this. I'm in. I'm in 100. I love this movie. Um, it's just like it's. It's such an amazing sequence, and then it's like not long after followed up with like a a little Jimi Hendrix thing. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was like, I was just like, like he's on screen, and I'm like, I'm just so ha-. like cause this is this was like a year after he died. Oh wow. Um, I think no, no, this is like this is a decade after he died. <laughs> My bad. I'm thinking of Bon Scott. <laughs> oh okay okay. Yeah, because he died in 1970. But um, they even got the fact that he's left-handed right. Nice. I was like, that's that's amazing. I was like, because like you know, none of the musicians are literally like one person or another. Uh-huh. Like they play like a Jefferson Airplane song, but she's also sort of um, uh, Janis Joplin and like mm-hmm. a few other people, uh, kind of mixed into uh, one character. So it's like no, like that's literally Jimi Hendrix though. <laughs> um, so I appreciated that. And they uh, they wind up in Kansas City. I like how uh, Kansas City's apparently like always like the main city. Like cause that's the one people know. Uh, it's like like you're probably if you're performing somewhere, you're probably in Missouri, dog. <laughs> um, but he, he he goes back there and they're hanging out with this kid, and I'm like, oh, 
oh, he's blonde. <laughs> oh, that's right. You forgot to mention the mo- mother that's in Kansas. Yes. The girl he meets. And, I love your silk corn hair. Corn popcorn. <laughs> candy corn. <laughs> like, the, at that point, we were just like, what is like happening here? Yeah. But, like, um, it's like one of my favorite little scenes in the movie, the part where he's talking to the blonde girl in the like, cornfields or whatever. Yeah. Well, um, it's like, we were because we were also just like, this girl shouldn't be nowhere near this man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is he is whacked out of his mind. Um, um I'm trying to remember, does he like go back? I know he goes back to look for her. Is that before or after he meets the kid? That's after he meets the kid, and I think he kind of realizes uh-huh. that it's his kid. Oh, but, yeah, because the kid mentions he's from Kansas, I believe. Yeah. So, okay. Um, my Or that he doesn't know his dad either. Um, <sighs> my favorite part about that whole, like, they never once, not once, do they ever say it's his son. Mm-hmm. But you're like, um, and I know, like, when I was watching it, with, I also watched this movie with Beth. I like I picked up on it like once he like once he says he doesn't have a dad I was like yeah of course it's his mm. son it's later on in the movie like once the kid starts living with him there's like a part where they're on a bench he's like uh like hey why did you um like why are you like why are you sticking around with me he's like why do you think um he has the he gives him the harmonica he's like this used to be my dad's um so I'm giving it to you he's like why are you giving this to me why do you think mm. it's like that's just like that's such good like character dynamics and storytelling like uh and i think it was like not long after that like i think that's when beth realized like oh like he's yeah he's supposed to be his son but no tony's story is definitely the strongest one in yeah, the movie definitely. um and then like you had like dude as soon as as soon as he leaves uh like for that for that one scene where he's kind of like um like having a bit of like an emotional breakdown uh-huh. um and like uh, the 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 singer girl's like all strung out. I was like, oh, she's not gonna yeah, make it through that scene. <laughs> um, so she uh, she ODs. This, uh, the thing about the animation, you kind of feel how distraught he is too. Yes, because with the backgrounds constantly changing and stuff. And if this was live action, you wouldn't be able to get across that kind of stuff. Yeah, this it's, it's, it's such the a surrealism. simple way. The it's surrealism. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it makes this like the this way of telling the story work very well. Like yeah, you you skip ahead. He's um, the kids working, you know, with Tony for a little while. Um, and like Tony's pretty much given up on music. He's slinging slinging drugs. Uh, the kids like he's still trying to keep up music. And um, like there's several like little motifs that kind of repeat in that little scene. Uh, where like you can kind of like at first like Tony's just like walking over homeless people mm. and like the kids walking around them and there's another part where they both walk over him uh-huh. it's like oh he's becoming more like him he's becoming more ruthless and well, one um, of my favorite little moments is like they're sleeping on the street or whatever and this like guy walks up to him and the kid pulls out like a yeah he pulls out a switchblade yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was so great um and then so it's like he grows up you know and like because I was like I was like you need to be very careful with this next part here, Ralph, mm. because like this is this makes or breaks the movie. So he like the kids still slinging drugs. Um, he's got the he's got the cool guy swagger going on. <laughs> he's got his glasses and he's like constantly like posing to the yeah. camera and stuff. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, and I'm like, okay, but is he he's still musically inclined, right? He's like, mm-hmm. uh 
so he's like, hey, like he, he goes up to this band that he's selling drugs to. He's like, hey, uh, if you're buying this, you also need to take one of my songs. I got some music for you. <laughs> this kid, by the way, has the most inappropriate voice. Yeah. Uh, he's, well, he's an adult now, but like, he still sounds like a child. Uh-huh. You need to take one of my songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the first time you ever hear him talk to is in that scene. It's like, that's, that's not how it should sound. Um, but uh, this, uh, so yeah, he like, he sells one of the songs. I'm like, oh, okay, so like, is he just a writer like his dad or can he also still play and he can still play mm-hmm. which made me so happy um he has like, like all the traits of all the different family yeah, members like, for him like basically like it finally like all came together and mm-hmm. like you've got like the the ending is literally perfect nice because yeah like you've got you know he starts playing the song um i think that the one he starts playing is the bob seger one uh, and then they kind of like they all sort of, it's like this uh, um, mesh of like like four because it has like uh, Billy Idol and mm-hmm. um, Heart and a, cu- a couple other songs in there, and man, like it's just like it go like you're cutting between like you know him like uh you got like the big like cartoon like a uh, political cartoon guys like out up in the control room. oh yeah yeah uh, I, I like how they're drawn because yes. they, they have that just like a they're larger than life yeah like, kind of yeah um that like it's just, like and then it goes like the concert stuff you got like the um like the uh sort of like neon light things going on like it's just it's so it's so perfect. I was like, there was lit- and there was a shot where it's like a, it's like a close up of him. I was like, this needs to be the last shot of the movie. Like, if you're gonna do, it cannot go like it, like if it goes on like him like becoming a drug a- drug addict and like crashing mm-hmm. in Britain, I will hate him. I'll hate Ralph Bakshi forever. <laughs> and it ended on that shot, and I was like, that. Uh, my final notes were maybe a bit of a slow start. Some parts are a little messy. But the storytelling is fantastic and holds together very well. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I'm, I'm going to give pleased. it 9.5 Jamie's. Nice. Because, again, like, there's some there's some wonky shots. Mm-hmm. There's a slow start. The, the, the guy's act, actor's pretty bad. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> man, no, I was very happy. Um, what are How about you? What are what are your um, final thoughts? I really movie? love this movie. Uh, it's, like, one of the first Ralph action movies I actually got to watch all the way through. Mm-hmm. Because of the cool world, I watched that, like, in parts on, like, you know, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't... Because these movies are really hard to find yep. sometimes. This one was on... I'm not going to lie, folks. This one was just on Vimeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, but, yeah. I remember I borrowed... Uh, it was, like, a two-pack of Cowboy Bebop and American Pop. And I ended up watching American Pop more. Wow. In the Cowboy Bebop movie, so... Both great films. Um, honestly, I give this a ten, just just because how much that, I love this movie. You know what? That's totally fair. Um, but I absolutely love this movie. I've seen it multiple times, and I'll probably watch it multiple times again. I'll have to actually find a physical copy of it. Yeah. Um, please uh, release a Blu-ray. Yes, I think that I'm not sure if there is, because I think the only movie of his they put on Blu-ray is like Lord of the Rings stuff. Yeah. And The Hobbit. Well, I salute you, Mister Bakshi. Um, so, what's happening next time, Scott? Uh. We can talk about Endgame. <laughs> Man, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> and cut. <laughs>
If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. Alternatively, uh, Princess Pussy Lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where floats your boat, man? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a special edition of Wizards? <laughs> just, just, just to parallel Star Wars a little bit more. Can we do a special edition of Wizards where we retroactively call her Princess Pussy Lips? Hey, Princess Pussy Lips, come over here. <laughs> I'm a wizard. I'm going to show you some things you've never seen before.